Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning, golfers. Your tea time awaits. It's the Tea to Green Golf Show here on WGR Sports Radio 550. Got a thought on the PGA Tour? Want help with your swing? Give the show a call at 803-0550. Tea to Green is being presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Time to talk golf. Here are your hosts, Brian Cozio, Kevin Sylvester, and PGA Pro Jeff Metis. On a beautiful Saturday morning, here's the get into our September portion of our schedule. We welcome you live and on the air here on WGR Sports Radio 550. My name is Brian Colziel, and it is the Tee to Green Golf Show. Thanks for joining us. Kevin Sylvester uh, on location this week. We'll get to him coming up in our second segment. And PGA Pro Jeff Metis here, as always. Corey Griswold back in our Amherst studios, getting us on the air, as always, making us sound good. We appreciate his producing efforts this week and all year long on Tee to Green. It's our, sadly, final show of our season we started back here in early march and uh jeff Metis, good morning now we're here on september 4th putting a wrap on our 2021 td green season 27 shows later yeah it's been a fun summer uh, i really like doing the show we get to go to cool places in the morning and uh get to talk to everybody in western new york about golf which is fun so yeah it's been a good year and now it's football season so that's all right too that's okay too yeah that's right and coincidentally enough, the PGA Tour season ending this week as well at the Tour Championship uh, in Atlanta. And there's a ton of great storylines to talk about, which we'll get to here over the course of the hour. Today, we are at Niagara Frontier Golf Club in Lewiston. Uh, we're overlooking the first tee and a beautiful sunrise over Lake Ontario right now. We're not that far from it. No, check out that uh, picture you put on Twitter. Yeah, the sun's coming up. It has that nice fall feel. You start to see a little dew in the on the grass. The leaves are starting to turn just a little bit, and it's crisp and autumnal out here. Absolutely. So we will uh, we'll talk a lot about the Tour Championship. So Kevin, last week working for PGA Tour Radio, was on the course calling the action for that epic playoff between... Patrick Cantley and Bryson DeChambeau. So we're going to get into that. Uh, Bryson and Cantley, clearly part of the storylines this week uh, with this week's Tour Championship. The final 30 are going at it for the $15 million prize. Uh, but a lot of other stuff to get to. We'll get to our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. Um, the women this week are starting the Solheim Cup. In fact, they're starting at 7.30 this morning uh, from Toledo. So they'll be uh, ready to go here in about a half hour. Uh, their version of the Ryder Cup, the Solheim Cup, uh, with the women. We'll uh, get you... All the information on that, our Champions Tour report, 
our Ryder Cup report. The Ryder Cup's at the end of the month, so we'll give you our picks on who Captain Steve Stricker should pick. And, of course, our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. So thanks for joining us here on a beautiful Saturday, as we appreciate you being with us here on TD Green. All right, from Niagara Frontier Golf Club, as we said, we want to bring in our guest, the president of the Western New York PGA and also head pro here for 30 years. Right, Dan? Do I have that right? Oh, hold on, Dan. This mm-hmm. bad producing by me here on site. <laughs> yeah. That was not Corey's fault. That was Brian's fault. All okay, right, how about now? Now you can hear yourself. I can hear myself. That's yeah. right. Yes, I, I have been a head pro here at Niagara Frontier for 30 years. Uh, it, it's, it's such a great and wonderful place, and I uh, really enjoy the golf course. Is, is uh, I think, one of the best in the area. Of course, I'm a little biased on that, but terrific golf course, great membership, and uh, just, just a wonderful place. Dan Antonucci, the, uh, as we said, the uh, president of the Western PGA. So he's involved in a lot of what uh, you see across western New York, all the way to Rochester, down to Erie, PA, and everything in between, uh, including all the great stuff right here uh, at Niagara Frontier Golf Club in Youngstown. Did you, uh, did you paint this picture for us perfectly here? You look to your right. we got a perfect sun coming up over the horizon. Thanks for... Uh, Setting us up at a nice spot here today. Yeah. It's well, beautiful. I, I had to make sure that you guys are, are warm because it is a little cold out this morning. We're not used to this just yet. Yeah, we feel like a big deal right here on the near the first tee and all this setup. It's wonderful. And you and you're traditional. You have the rope line to keep your autograph seekers back. Jeff. It was weird having to drive my own car here today. Yeah, instead of getting the courtesy vehicle, you know. So. <laughs> You have to do that. We yeah. ran, your uh, your courtesy vehicle budget ran out in August, so you had to drive we yourself this week. Our country club limousine to pick you guys yeah, up. The, the easy go. Yeah. <laughs> we would, might yeah, take a little while. It would yeah. take us a little while, but Dan. Anyway, we appreciate you having us here today at Niagara Frontier. Um, we were here back in May during PGA Championship Week, which was a lot of fun. But obviously, you've had a busy summer. What's it been like here for you at the club? Well, in golf uh, obviously through the pandemic has had a a big boom, and uh, we, we have had here, too. It's been very uh, busy uh, with member play. Um, our member tournaments, our invitationals sold out in, in just days, which we haven't had in, in a whole bunch of years. Our outside tournament play is all up. So golf in general, Niagara Frontier has been terrific. Our golf course, our club superintendent, Dave Luckman, has, has done a wonderful job this year. Um, and it really hasn't been the easiest of years, too, on a golf course, too. A lot of rain, a lot of hard rain. Um, luckily, with our golf course, we've put in a ton of drainage over the years. And with the valley that runs through the middle, everything, all the, all the water runs right to the creek and out of here. So it's been terrific. Membership is up. We've signed 70 new members this year. Our membership director, Jake Tino, who you guys know, uh, done a wonderful job. Um, and, and, you know, we're just golf here. We, we want golfers who really enjoy the game to come and play, play a really good golf course and a terrific practice facility. So for us, it's been a super, super year. You mentioned the valley that runs through the course. Um, we also mentioned our proximity to Lake Ontario here in Youngstown. But for those that have never played the course, what, what are some features about it that you like? Well, it is that valley that runs through the golf course. Uh, you play through the valley uh, probably 80% of the time you're you're uh, you're playing our golf course. So especially on the back nine, it gets very picturesque, very, very scenic, and uh, you're you're hitting uh, you hit all the shots here: uphill lies, downhill lies, side hill lies, blind shots, flat lies. Uh, you get it all here. So every club in your bag you're going to use. And again, with Lake Ontario being right here, depending on the wind, changes the golf course uh, from day to day too. So. 
uh, like I said, it's really a fun, challenging golf course. It's the best time of year to play golf, I think. September, October, those are my favorite months, even a little bit of November. And I, what I notice, I'm a tree guy, and all the, the massive oaks and all the different species of trees. It's going to be beautiful here in about two weeks, I have You're a right. feeling, with You're all right. the different types of trees and everything. This is when I get excited to play golf. I feel like the greens are always better in the fall. Um, you guys aerated yet? Not yet, right? No, we're going to do that at the end of September. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so it's a good time to play right now, get right. out and enjoy this beautiful fall weather. I'm excited to play. So courses, including here at Niagara Frontier, over the next few weeks are mm-hmm. going to start to aerate, Jeff. A Every, lot have it, yes. actually already. A lot yeah. through it. End of August is actually the optimum time, but I digress. Yeah. So if your course or the course you show up to has aerated greens, mm-hmm. I'm sure people love to give them give you your opinion oh, yeah. on why did you do it, why did you do it. But I, I think it's good to explain why, why do we do it every year. Yeah, we had Dan Googie on, the superintendent, yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, because what happens is all the traffic and all the people, they're compacting that soil down. You know, you're getting 25,000 rounds a year, whatever you might do here in Nugent. All those people will take all those steps on the green. They're compacting everything. And then the nutrients in the water and the stuff can't filter down. And it, it, there's a, like a barrier there. So they poke holes to get airfica- airification, to get air and oxygen to it, and to pull out some of that organic material. Because over time, all that organic material builds up and it creates a layer underneath the surface that makes it tough to grow grass well. Brian Koziel, PGA Pro, Jeff Metis here on Tita Green. We're live at Niagara Frontier Golf Club, and we're also joined by the head golf pro here at Niagara Frontier, which is Dan Antonucci. Uh, Dan, you've also, of course, served now for, this is, you said, the end of your second year as president of the Western PGA, but been a part of what the Western PGA does for years and many years. Um, What have you just thought about just over your tenure, like some things that you're proud of in terms of some initiatives that the PGA has been able to do? Well, I joined the, the Western PGA Board of Directors. I was elected in 2007, so I'm going on, what's that, about 14 years? Something uh, like that. Something like that, yeah. I know. I, I can add up my golf score better than that. So, <laughs> uh, you know, the, the Western PGA, uh, you know, we, we always wanted to uh, be involved in whatever we can golf-wise in Western New York and, and really to be the leaders of the game. And uh, we've instituted different programs throughout the year, starting with Jeff Metis' whole program, which has just blossomed into something really, really special, getting bigger every year. Um, And just the initiatives we've had over the years, our new executive director, Steve Barkowski, uh, leading our our section. Um, I I could talk for an hour about it. There's There's so much that we're involved in. And so much more we like to be involved in, but you get to a point where, uh, you know, you have to start hiring more staff and training the people and, and uh, really getting involved. But uh, with Steve Barkowski at the helm, uh, we've really uh, exploded, and, and it's just going to go higher and higher. Uh, and, and like I said, we just like to be involved with every aspect of golf in, in western New York. Yeah, between, like, our junior tours, the finest junior tour in the area, by far, hands right. down, the best players are playing there. Now we have these Friday night couples golf, which is starting to blow up, PGA Junior League. All these things in the last 10, 15 years, the PGA really has taken a nice leadership position and, and created some really nice programs compared to where it was 15 years ago. I think we're, we're making a much bigger footprint, a much bigger impact on the golf community in Western New York than we were 15, 20 years ago, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I think you're, you're right on there, Jeff, yeah. for sure. Yes. The amount of, of different people that you're involving, I mean, when we talk about trying to include as many people as possible in terms of growing the game of golf and you know i have an 11 year old boy who's golf obsessed and is involved in that pga junior tour he's done pga junior league just made his golf um, team that's right he, All right. he, he made his varsity golf team as a seventh grader so i'm wow. pumped about that yeah, wow. yeah so he, i uh, 
I'm, I'm pumped. I'm a proud dad in that aspect. <laughs> but he, the um, I get to see all these sort of events and things like that. So, I, you know, seeing him being excited, obviously, as a dad, you get excited, too. Uh, but seeing some of the events that you guys have done, whether it's for military veterans, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's for seniors, whether it's for newcomers to the game, uh, getting more women involved in the game, juniors involved. I mean, I, I know that, uh, you know, as you said, we can go on and on here with the list. But yeah, the- we run championships. Kirk Stauffer just won the senior championship again, back-to-back. We run right. great events and junior tour. Yeah, I'm very proud of the organization and the things and the where our tentacles have reached and how we uh, how we uh, help grow golf in the area, that's for sure. So, Dan, as, as the president here, someone in charge, how do you springboard what has been a, a great I guess you'd say, you know, for the, all the negatives that have gone on with the pandemic, golf has, in some sense, taken a positive in the fact that there are more people that want to play golf than we've had in a while, and in many years, and especially a younger group, too, I'm mm-hmm. sure. So what's what's the next step to kind of keep them excited about the game? What do you think is important to do next? Great question. Uh, that is going to be something that PGA professionals have to get behind and uh, we have had a boom in golf and people coming into the game, uh, especially here at Niagara Frontier. We've uh, recruited a lot of um, uh, millennials and such, uh, 20, 30-year-old uh, players, and it's up to us to keep them in the game. So that means uh, player development, keeping them interested in the game, helping them with their golf game, uh, lessons, uh, just keeping it. I'd like to keep an atmosphere at Niagara Frontier of this is a, 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 a golfer's players club. We want you to come here and, and play golf and enjoy yourself. Um, yeah, this is more, this is golf club. This is right. not as much country club where it's all the other stuff. It's, you're here to play golf if you remember it. Is, it right. yeah, yeah. And maybe what a 25-year-old's experience of what they want their golf experience to be might be different than what a 75-year-old be. But Correct. you have to be able to cater to both. Well, it, it, you know, that that is a big part of my yeah. job here. And, and it's... Uh, getting our, our members to, no matter what age they are, involved in, in uh, what we have to offer here. Our, our men's league, our ladies' leagues, uh, you know, our, our club tournaments, whether they're a fun, casual event or, uh, uh, you know, our, our club championship, which is very competitive. Uh, hooking uh, players up to play together so players have somebody to, uh, to get to know and, and, and play with. So that, that's an important job of a PGA professional in a club is connecting, connecting their members with other members and getting them involved in, in whatever we have uh, at the club. Yeah, cradle the grave, as we say. Yeah, you start them young, and you can play the game the rest of your life. That's yep. right. And, Jeff, you've mentioned it, too, like the creative ways to come and play golf that the PGA has been a part of here, about the playing nine, d- different different ways of having an event, things like that. It doesn't always have to be the traditional just four or four to four and a half hour rounds of 18 holes. It could be a whole different ways to make golf fun. You can have... You know, we've had we we run our putting contest, our yep. duster challenge. There's a whole bunch of different ways to make golf fun. Yeah, and and there's a lot more of that. A lot more nine hole rounds are being played. You know, a lot less. You know, and I like playing nine holes. It take you know, it's a little quicker. You buzz around and um, and and golf professionals. We're trying to create the best golf experience every time you walk through the door. So when you have a PJ professional at your facility, when you walk through that door, hey, he's making sure your tee time squared away. It's simple things too. Sometimes making sure you're playing with you know squared away. The golf course is squared away. The events are squared away. The staff is squared away. The car Everything 
has to be perfect when you uh, walk through those gates, and that's what PJ Pros do. And then they train your children to play. They teach your family to play. They make you know they just make the day more fun. And and that's you know it sounds simple. It's a super enjoyable job. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've done it for thirty years, and just get to sit outside on a beautiful morning like this and chit chat with members and watch people have a good day. Everybody's usually in a good mood when they come in. <laughs> sometimes they get a little crazy when their feet hit the parking lot and uh, they get here. After the round, sometimes you know I've had guys in tears, which is ridiculous over golf by the way but um but it's a it's it's a wonderful profession it's a wonderful career it's a wonderful way to uh to to engage in the game of golf for a lifetime and i'm happy to have done it for a very very long time we got a few more minutes here with Dan Antonucci from Niagara Frontier Golf Club, but we are live here on Tee to Green on WGR. We'll get our Western New York PGA tip of the week here uh, in just one moment, but um, just a couple of things on what's going on on the Pro Tour. I want both of your comments on this being PGA professionals. Last week, Patrick Cantlay, Bryson DeChambeau, a, an epic playoff, back and forth, just tremendous golf. I mean, we could go through every hole and just talk about how good the shots were. I know Kevin's going to give us, Kevin Sylvester's going to give us a couple details as he was working it last week for PGA Tour Radio in our next segment. But one thing that came out of it that was a big trending topic on social media was fans continuing to get on Bryson DeChambeau. You heard the the, the, the Brooksies comment and all these sort of other things where they were getting on him. Um, Bryson himself has opened himself up to possibly being criticized by fans. Uh, but it reached a point where the PGA Tour this week came up with a new fan policy saying if there's any sort of what they consider to be personal attacks, that the fans are going to be removed from the event. But where's the balance? I, I want both of your opinions on this. Where's the balance of excitement that you want fans to have about golf and, and the vigor and, and the excitement that, that makes a PGA Tour event so exciting? We're going to see it with the Ryder Cup later mm -hmm. this month. With also where's the line where it has to stop where you want it to still be kind of that gentleman's sportsmanship where it doesn't become personal. Like, I guess I would say if you were in charge of this policy, Dan, like, where's that line you think that needs to be? Well, I, I think the PGA Tour has done the right thing for uh, DeChambeau. But also what I get out of this is DeChambeau is one of the best players in the game right now. So him getting uh, grief when he's on the golf course is actually good for him because he's one of the best. And people may not like him, kind of like when Tiger Woods uh, came through in his heyday. Uh, he he probably got a lot of the same thing, but Bryson knows he's one of the best in golf right now. So this is something he's going to have to put up with. Uh, he's going to have to. It might it might charge him up and make him want to play better. Uh, you, you don't know. I, I I think it might be going a little bit the other way. Uh, of course, last week when he lost in that playoff, which was a great great to watch. It was just so much fun to watch. Um, I, I think he got a little bit hot after the fact, but. That's part of being at the top of your game. Yeah, and I, you know, I kind of have, I, I feel like it was a rule created to protect Bryson to some degree. Um, it doesn't, you know, it's part of the game. I, I, if someone's calling me, he's calling him Brooksy. You know, it's not the end of the world. I understand it upsets him or something like that. I, I hate the baba buoys and the get in the, I mean, some of that's in poor taste and are just annoying more than anything. Uh, but if you're going to, you know, any, you're putting yourself in the spotlight. You're putting yourself in the crucible there when you're trying to win all these tour events things. You can't let, I, I, can't, I would, my advice is don't let that stuff. Why would you even think about it? Who cares what they're saying? Every time they it's say that. different. Now you'll, you'll definitely hear the comments of, oh, when I, I, you know, when I pay for my ticket, I can, I can boo and yell what I want. Cause you, you see that at other sporting events. Golf, I'll argue, may be different. The fact there's a lot of times you could be arm's length from the player. Correct. Mm -hmm. Like when. You, you can't 
you can you, you can't get that close to Josh Allen when he's playing on the football field and you're sitting in the stadium. So I mean, it's a little different in that aspect. Yeah, because you can't affect someone's game and affect their livelihood and affect the outcome. If I scream at the top of your backswing or something like that, obviously that would that would affect the player. The other stuff, I don't. You know, I, I, he's brought it on himself. If I were him, I'd go the other way. Yeah, keep calling me Brooksy. You know, that's fine. I'll just keep winning. Right. Um, and that's kind of how I would approach it. He seems to be a little little more thin-skinned about it, and it's bothering him. I feel like they made a rule to protect one player. I understand he's a big asset for the PGA Tour right now because he has drawn in millions and millions of fans. Well, but. the fact Tiger's not playing, I mean, Bryson's number one right now for eyeballs. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, you love him or hate him. Yeah. yeah like, if you're going to root against him or going to root for him. You know, we had that young man on last week. uh uh, playing for Canisius, well, I forget his name. Yeah, now. Ryan at home. Ryan at home, yes. and he likes he likes Bryson DeChambeau, you know, and he yeah. watches golf because he wants to see Bryson DeChambeau. And I think there's millions and millions of people like that. And I understand what they're trying to do. It, it feels a little odd that they made a rule to protect one person for something. I feel is could go away. I, I heard somebody say, "Why don't they have one more event?" And then why don't they just let it go and see what happens next year and then address it instead of addressing it before the last event? He could have got through the championship this week and dealt with it, I feel like. But um, I don't know. I'm not a huge fan of the rule. Patrick Cantlay, who played with him throughout that final round into the playoff, um, had a couple of comments. I'm just going to paraphrase because he said a whole bunch on it. It was really interesting. Um, but he had said that you've got attention-seeking maneuvers being done by fans right now because everything is being recorded and everything's on video. And, yeah, they want to get on and Twitter. They, they yeah. want to be on that moment where they're up, they're posted on Instagram or on TikTok or on Twitter or something like that. Um, McElroy had said that he really feels for Bryson. However, he said, he, he said, he goes, some of this has been put on him in the sense that he is the guy that is maybe taking extra long for his shots sometimes, or he does say the things where he, you know, he's drawing people. Part of his popularity and things that he's done is also the reason now while fans are on him, too, at the same time. You yeah, know, he likes to chirp. Yeah, he's made some comments and done a lot of stuff. He yeah. plays with a lot of vigor and... And an edge. And an edge, you're right. And, yeah. and you can see the swings, Dan, when he's out there. You know, a guy like Patrick Cantley, you can't tell he's rattled. Like right. DeShambo, you can see it for sure. Mm -hmm. Which, which, well, you know, we saw it some, you said, you know, Tiger, you would know when he's high or low. He would react. Some golfers are very stoic. You could never see if they were upset or happy. Well, you know, playing tournament golf is different than going out and playing with your friends. So, you know, there's, there's a lot more emotions involved. Some guys can control their emotions. Some guys let it show. I mean, then that, that's probably what Bryson is. Uh, but, you got to hand it to him too. I mean, he really just changed his whole game, uh, built his body up, hitting at 360 yards now. He did something that nobody else really did, and he's really improved his game and stature. What? What is it? Maybe two years? Yeah, I'm hey, amazed too he, at the club head speed that he gets of, of how mo how accurate he can still even be at times with his driver. It's been it's pretty impressive. I yeah, think. Yeah, and he's you know he does things differently. He just looks at things in a very uh, scientific. I guess everybody says scientific. Is all his clubs being the same length? I'm sure he's got some different lofts in there because mm -hmm. of the you know you know people say well he's hitting an eight iron two twenty five. Well that eight iron's really long and de lofted. I mean obviously he hits it very far too. But um, he just he's trying to find the best way that works for him to win and. I think that's what's great about him. Do I like his personality? No. Do I love the way he approaches the game? Because he is just trying to figure out how to shoot the lowest score. And he doesn't care if it's been done this way a million years this way. He just, this is a better way. I'm going to do it. Right. And I, I appreciate that about him. And I like, you know, the guy that's digging it out of the dirt and 
figuring it out and he's on he's doing all the right things it's just the stuff away from the course that makes him a little less you know fun to watch sometimes DeShambo will be in the second last group today Cantlay and Rahm are trying to pull away uh, they are at 17 and 16 under DeShambo and Justin Thomas 11 under and 10 under respectively they'll be in the second last group today uh, at the tour championship uh, let's finish here with Dan Antonucci with our Western New York PGA tip of the week Brought to you by the Western New York PGA. Western New York PGA has one goal, promoting and growing the game of golf today, tomorrow, and beyond. Well, we've maybe seen the videos of Bryson's swing difference from two years ago. His backswing, he goes almost now, to he goes to parallel at least, sometimes past parallel. Yep. One player you see that almost doesn't take the club back at that much at all is John Rahm. Yep. And he hits it a mile, too. So uh, we're going to talk about backswing backswing position and some keys to having a good backswing. Let's start off with Dan. Um, there's two of the best in the world right now, Bryson and John Rahm, and their backswings are totally different here. What, what are some key important pieces, do you think, to that part of the golf swing? Well, the two different uh, techniques right there with uh, John Rahm, he doesn't bring it back very far, but man, he rips right through it. Uh, tremendous club head speed. Uh, Bryson, he seems to be more of a body type swinger, just moving his body back and forth. I don't really see a lot of uh, wrist uh, cock or wrist hinge in his swing, but producing a ton of club head speed, uh, just a different way. We go to John Daly, you know, uh, how he went way past parallel. Way past parallel, <laughs> and, and at his time, he hit it the farthest of, of any of the PGA Tour players. But what, what they're all doing is they're rotating their, their upper body, their chest and their shoulders, and, and creating uh, uh, muscle tension in, the, in their back, and they're just unleashing that on their forward swing into their shot. So a simple thought for backswing in a good backswing position is when you swing in the club backwards, whether you're right hand or left hand, is to make sure that your front shoulder gets under your chin. So that means that you're turning your upper body and, and your, your chest uh, against your back leg and creating that, that, that muscle tension that you're going to release on your forward swing. And I think the length of the swing is immaterial. Um, you know, so the people used to talk, I got to get the parallel. It doesn't mean anything in the golf swing. Look at John Rahm. Yeah. yeah, most good players aren't actually getting the parallel. Parallel is such a mythical point in the golf swing. Some people are tighter in their upper body, and some people are more flexible. Some people have longer arms and longer levers and have longer swings because of it. Um, I think it's it's more important to have your club going back on the right path. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, a little simple touchstone I like to use for people is halfway back when that club is parallel to the ground, it should be parallel to your toes. So a lot of times I see when people start swinging their club back, the butt end of the club starts pointing as a right-handed golfer way out to the right, or it, their club head actually gets behind their legs. So, it, you know, the club's getting behind their body too much, and then, then you have to compensate. So if you watch 99% of these really good players – if you watch from down the target line, when their club goes back, that butt end's going to stay pointed at their stomach a little bit longer, mm -hmm. and it's going to be uh, parallel to their toes about halfway back or when you're hinging you know, at 90 degrees halfway back. So it, that's a really good place. Because if, if you can get yourself into a good backswing position, then it's just a return back to the golf ball. If you're in a bad backswing position, you have to reroute it, and that's where the inconsistency comes. So, you know, there's there's a million ways to play good. Length has nothing to do with it. The people that hit it far, they're not hitting it far because of the length of their swing. You know, they, they hit it far because they rotate really, really fast. You know, I got to, I was fortunate to sit next to Rory McIlroy and watch him blast three woods off a range once. And, I mean, just he's not a big man, 
but he just rotates super fast, like a baseball player. You know, it's just they rotate fast, they hit it far. It's not that they have a big arc. But the arc length, there's are things that, that do help. But um, I like to get that club in a real nice position, then just hinge it up, and then just let people try to hit it hard from there as opposed to worrying about if they're parallel or wherever it is. That's that. How far you go back is immaterial to it's going to be different for everybody, and, and parallel, parallel at the top of your backswing to the ground is a mythical point in the golf swing. A player can actually turn too much. Correct. And then once they start turning too much, they may start sliding or swaying. Mm -hmm. uh, their head position starts moving. So if you watch the PGA Tour players, you don't see a lot of them really moving their, their heads much. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're just rotating around their, their, their spine axis and, and just letting it rip, like, like Jeff says. So, yeah, the length of your backswing isn't important. It's really... It's really staying in control too, so you can hit the ball on the sweet spot of your your, your club face. That, that that I think is is one of the most important factors. Yeah, you're trying to create the simplest machine you can, so you can repeat it every time. And the fewer different angles and moving parts you have, the the easier it is to be consistent. And uh, I think you're right. Yeah, and it's it's little things. This is what's great to do in the fall. Is just hey, check your backswing position halfway back or something. You know what I mean? And just make sure you're doing these. You'll notice it because you'll see a lot less curve on your ball when you hit it. Right. Good advice there from Dan and Jeff, our Western New York PGA Tip of the Week. If you want to get started in the game, you want to contact Dan or Jeff or your local PGA pro, you can get started by going to WNYPGA.com. Well, Dan, uh, on behalf of everybody here at Tita Green, we want to thank you. And, and Jake Tino, you mentioned the membership director. I know your support of the show, of our show this year. I know you guys have made donations to a couple of our events this year. Um, we really appreciate it. And uh, thanks for everything you've done for the PGA here in Western New York. Well, it's our, our pleasure to uh, be part of your show, and we hope to continue this in the future. It's just always a blast having you guys come here to the club, and always look forward to having you here. And Really? I swear, <laughs> absolutely. Even Jeff? I, Even I, me? Come I've on. known Jeff a long time, believe me. I, I know all his tactics and everything. So, But, no, it's been great uh, having you guys here. And, uh, you know, everybody keep playing golf. It's the greatest uh, sport on earth. You can play it for your whole life. Yep. Well said. Thanks, Dan. Okay. Thank you. Dan Antonucci from Niagara, Niagara Frontier Golf Club here on T to Green on WGR. Okay, time out here and uh, some more news and notes. I got some really good stats to throw at you on Patrick Cantlay's putting last week. Oh, I love stats. I know it was great to watch, but wait to hear some of these stats on how good it was here. Kevin Sylvester from PGA Tour Radio and, of course, from T to Green here. He was on the course following DeChambeau and Cantlay, so we'll get some insight on him as we roll on from Niagara Frontier Golf Club. With Jeff Medes, I'm Brian Colziel, Corey Griswold, producing back in our Amherst studios. This is Tea to Green from Niagara Frontier, back on WGR right after this. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Is that the Beastie Woods Boys? Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome, Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned, more Tea to Green coming up. Time for a check of the PGA Tour leaderboard. Brought to you by Callaway Chrome Soft. This ball is different, and also by Puma Golf Shoes. Welcome back here on Tee to Green, live at Niagara Frontier Golf Club. The sun is up. We are outside overlooking the first tee. It's a beautiful day. I hope uh, everybody's got some outside plans for their weekend, maybe including some golf as well. It is time for the PGA Tour leaderboard here on Tee to Green. Uh, they're th halfway through the Tour Championship at East Lake Golf Club in Atlanta. Patrick Cantlay came in at minus 10 to start the week. He is now improved after a 67 and 66 pair of rounds, he's at 17 under par. He has a one-shot lead on John Rahm, who has shot a pair of 65s. Cantley and Rahm will be in the final group today. Cantley with the one-shot lead on Rahm. Then 
five strokes back in the second-last group, Bryson DeChambeau, who is at 11 under par. Justin Thomas, who's played very well in these first two days, he is at 10 under. Tony Finau, Kevin Na, Victor Hovland, Cameron Smith, Harris English are all at minus nine. Rory McIlroy, Jordan Spieth, Louis Eustazen are all at minus eight. So there is your top 10 right now at the Tour Championship. Uh, we're going to get Kevin Sylvester's thoughts here on the Tour Championship in just one moment. But while we're checking the leaderboards, uh, we want to go to the LPGA side of things. And the Solheim Cup, which is the women's version of the Ryder Cup, starting actually right now as we speak. The first group teeing off at 7.35 in the morning. It's live on Golf Channel. If you're looking for some golf to watch this morning, the United States versus Europe on the ladies' side. And uh, the uh, tournament this year is at Inverness Club in Toledo. The Corda sisters get paired together today in a match. That's going to be fun to watch. Those guys, are that'll be cool. I, as soon as I get home, I'm going to turn that on and watch a little bit of the women's golf today. It should be great. Yeah, the Cordas are at 7.59 for the U.S. Lexi Thompson in the last group for the U.S. today at 8.11. So nice, nice people to root for today. Absolutely. All right, uh, Champions Tour report now. Brought to you by Donald Ross Clothing, the world's finest golf apparel. We're wearing it right now. It's beautiful. Uh, last week, the Ally Challenge in Michigan, Joe Durant beat Bernhard Longer by one stroke. Durant finished at 17 under par, Longer at 16 under. Every week, we talk about Bernhard Longer. Yeah, he's only 75 years old or whatever. Yeah. He, he shot his competing. age, right? Like he shot yeah. a 64. I think he shot his age that day. I mean, it's just it's amazing what it he's done. Amazing. Even though he didn't win, he finished one shot off. He's always in contention. No uh, official Champions Tour event this week. However, a couple of Champions Tour eligible players, Phil Mickelson, Fred Couples were officially named as vice captains to the Ryder Cup. We're going to get the uh, Ryder Cup report coming up in our next segment, but uh, those two players will be on Steve Stricker's staff for the yeah, U.S. Yeah, I don't think that's a surprise, either one of them. They're uh, they're both very calming influences, I bet. You know, Freddie has that air about him, and Phil has got so much experience. It, yeah, it, th I think those are solid picks. I agree. All right, let's bring in Kevin Sylvester now, third man of our TD Green team. Of course, you can always catch him on PGA Tour Radio. Uh, Kevin, good morning. Uh, we're at Niagara Frontier. Uh, we miss you having you here. I know this is a great place to be that uh, that you like coming to. Oh yeah, I love I love the place, especially when the sun comes up there. <laughs> it's it's oh, really good. pretty when it comes to the golf course. You know, it's funny when you were doing the Championship Report. I was thinking, oh, next year we're going to rename it the Bernhard Longer Report uh, for sure. <laughs> for sure, we mention him every week. <laughs> well, it, 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 he's amazing that what he's been able to do. Um, uh, you know, fitness-wise, and even when he plays in uh, the, you know, the Masters every year or is it the Players' Championship, um, he, he's you know he's someone to talk about, uh, and he's just, his fitness is incredible. Speaking of amazing, how was last week, Kev, on the PGA Tour? Uh, most memorable week I've had uh, at an event uh, at the BMW Championship. Uh, that playoff uh, was just incredible. But, the, well, the entire day, uh, really, the, the fans in Baltimore came out. They hadn't had an event there in 20-some-odd years. And they and I'll tell you, that was the most physically demanding golf course. I've worked in the PGA Tour, and I've been to Kapalua twice. And many caddies said, a tougher walk. And I agree, <laughs> 1,000%. Now, it, it was very warm the Thursday and Friday, and... Uh, warm on Saturday and Sunday. I mean, heating exes on uh, the first two rounds were 105, and then we're up heating exes in the, in the high 90s uh, on the weekend. So you add that into the terrain, which uh, just seemingly topography on, on every hole, except for you know maybe three of them down there, uh, 12, 13, 14. 
Um, there was elevation in every one, which made it even more incredible uh, to me that the stamina the players had and their caddies are just <laughs> incredible to keep going. And that playoff, the roars, they were tiger-like roars um, when it, it kept going and guys, you know, they're hitting shots. Uh, just under pressure, I, I think about, you know, Cantlay's putt to force the playoff, uh, you know, and, and then the pressure on Bryson to avoid the playoff. And then, you know, Bryson had four chances to win and, and wasn't able to do it. Um, who wouldn't be angry <laughs> at themselves for not making it happen, but, the putting performance by Patrick Cantlay that uh, I was with the final group Saturday and Sunday, and I saw him to it for two days. Um, it is the best putting performance in the tournament on the PGA Tour, and it was just remarkable. You never thought he was going to miss being there. He was just incredible. Here's, here's some stats to back up what you are just talking about, Cantlay's putting. So during the week, he was 41 of 41 inside five feet. I mean, that's nice. That's pretty good. <laughs> um, now, ten to twenty feet. This, 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 you know, this kind of describes all those putts, Kevin, that he made to stay alive in the playoff. That one that he made on eighteen. So the PGA Tour average this season from ten to twenty feet is twenty six percent. So one out of four from ten to twenty feet. Cantlay in the tournament was sixty one percent from ten to twenty feet. Incredible, Kevin. I mean, he, he's got the new nickname now, Patty Ice. I mean, he yes. deserved it with how he putted that week or last well, week. I'll, I'll add another number for you. And he made in the 72 holes. This does not include what he made in the playoff. 72 holes, he made 537 feet of putts. Brian, there are folks listening to the show, and I didn't even raise my hand. I don't think I'd made 537 feet of putts all summer. <laughs> so <laughs> that is an incredible amount over four rounds of golf to make. That makes and then golf he, Fun. <laughs> and then he won the playoff there. Rem- remarkable. Yeah, really was. All right, so just you mentioned the crowd being there, Kevin. Um, the, the crowd, of course, is a part of this week's storyline as we shift ahead to this week's Tour Championship, the final 30 going at it for the $15 million prize. And the fan behavior that the PGA Tour addressed this week, saying that if there was any what they deemed to be disrespectful or personal attacks on players, that they would essentially be ejected from the tournament um, from what you heard being on the course, um, do you like what the tour did? Do you think it was necessary? And obviously a lot of this is obviously, you know, it wasn't mentioned specifically, but let's face it, it's, a lot of it involves DeChambeau and his interaction with fans. Yeah, you know, it's a, um, you know, I, I agree with the tour. Um, I think they made the right call here. Um, I also understand, hey, you know, Fans, uh, you know, they're there. They they're, they can cheer for who they want to cheer for. You know, I'll say when you hear it, you know, when when you heard, uh, you know, guys yelling booksy, it's just it, it got boorish, unoriginal, and just kind of like really, you know, that's <laughs> it. Just it was so out of place and so dumb, um, uh, you know, at that point. So, um, but listen, you know, uh, fans. Fans are fans. They're, they have people they like, the people they don't like, right? I mean, things are said at sporting events, but uh, I, I, I agree with the, you know, things get disrespectful because it's different, right? I mean, these, these guys perform shots <clears throat> under, under under quiet. It's a different, it's a different deal than uh, shooting a free throw in a basketball game. Kevin, one thing, too, that I, I know you can add on to this. 
other sports, I know you're in the stands and you can yell stuff. And I understand, I understand there are bleachers and things like that. But there's also a large contingent of fans that are literally arm's length away from the player. A lot of times, even maybe without a rope, even sometimes, depending upon, you know, we especially with Bryson. Sometimes he hits an errant shot. You're in the middle of maybe a thousand people standing around him. Um, I don't know if vulnerable is the right word here, but players, player fan interaction access is a lot more accessible it's different on a golf course than maybe it is if I'm sitting in my seat watching the Bills play out on the field and I'm yelling something. Wouldn't you say that's a little different? Uh, yeah, they are definitely closer. I also think social media helps them be more in tune and accessible, uh, if you will. Um, but, you know, I'll give you a great example, though, of interaction on a good front. And it happened on the second hole last week in the final round. Bryson pushed his shot right and it struck a fan, a young fan. The guy was probably 20. You know, uh, they hit him in the foot, and he got up there, and Bryson signs the ball, and the guy goes, can I take a selfie? And Bryson's like, yeah, sure. So he, like, poses with a big smile. It was like a cool moment. That doesn't happen in other sports either. So um, there's so so much more good that happens with those interactions, and honestly, 99% of it is great, uh, the interaction between the fans uh, and the golfers. And you're right. We we should again we, you know we throw stats out all the time. I'm I'm sure you know at a at a golfing event we hear the guys yelling stuff. It's one or two out of every thousand. Yeah. So and and that's the same there's, thing when we we talk about hey fans at the Bills games or whatever. There's seventy thousand people. You're gonna have meatheads and, and there's a handful of meatheads. You're right. Yeah. So that it's gonna happen at every event for sure. Well, Kevin, we really appreciate uh, you coming on this morning, sharing some insight on. I'm sure will be one of your most memorable events to cover in terms of that playoff that that had to have been really cool to be a part of uh before we go i know uh you want to give a shout out to all of those that have uh, made our show possible this year and uh, a lot of our presenting sponsors as well well yeah the, the, the list is long i mean how much more time do we have <laughs> uh, you know this show doesn't happen uh you know without uh the support of our sponsors and partners and when i say partners like when we put an event on like the duster challenge uh, most of our sponsors said, hey, what can we do? Uh, that's why we like to call them partners, because they step up um, sometimes unasked uh, when needed. So um, really appreciate their support. Uh, we're, you know, we're talking about the Western Europe PGA, of course, Michelob Ultra, Custom Turf, uh, Friends of Jim Beam, and Woods to Wedges, uh, who do a phenomenal job, um, not only with fitting clubs, but uh, with club repair. So um, the, their support is, and I think, most of them have been with us, um, no, all of them have been with us multiple years, some from the get-go. So um, the, the great relationships that we have there. Um, you know, then we have uh, folks like Donald Ross, uh, Puma Golf, Callaway Golf um, that have stepped up in the industry, which we appreciate. And then, you know, some uh, uh, partners uh, in the service industry, in, in Buffalo financial industry, Frank Jump on the Jump Agency and uh, the Scory Agency, uh, Scory Financial. Um, you know, their support is uh, fantastic. And I just want to mention, Brian, I know you probably will too, but I want to thank uh, Tim Holly, Alan Davis, and Tom Maddy from uh, Odyssey, you know, WGR. Um, they um, have really been supportive of the show for the years and um, technically and, and just uh, some other uh, programming-wise, they've been very supportive. So I want to thank them too. I agree. Well said. Kevin, thank you so much. 
We appreciate all your uh, your efforts this year, and I know we got more to come here in the off season. So uh, stay tuned for that, and uh, enjoy the final two rounds. Yeah, and you might have right. the coolest job around, by the way, Kev, getting all those guys around for that tournament last week. That one has been awesome. It was, you know, what in better shape than I thought, Jeff, because that I had to run. I broke the rule. I try not to run um, in general in life, but I had to. I would run. have liked to have seen that, by the way. <laughs> run, <laughs> run down the hill. Uh, back up uh, twice, and I walked 18 four times. And uh, <laughs> I, actually, I, a fan was walking up. He looked at me. I go, "You got a rope, you know?" So <laughs> we get to engage with the fans too, which is kind of cool. But yeah, it was it was awesome. That one is going to stay number one of the memory banks right now. Thanks, Kevin. Great job this year. Okay, guys. Thank you. Kevin Sylvester, third man of our TD Green team here on WGR. And he mentioned the presenting sponsors. Big shout-out, too, to our home clubs. Uh, Pendleton Creek Golf Club, where I play, Lancaster Country Club, where Kevin plays. Uh, They, along with places like where we are today, Niagara Frontier, uh, have done just a tremendous job of supporting our show and also the donations that we get, like we said, for our Duster Challenge event or for our fantasy golf prizes. Uh, The courses that we've been at this year, Pendleton Creek, Lancaster, Glen Oak, um, here at Niagara Frontier, Niagara Falls Country Club, East Aurora Country Club, Diamond Hawk, we've been at Bobble Link, Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Dolph Dome, Attica's 10th Hole, and uh, Lockport Town and Country Club. Hey, we so put some miles on this We summer. have been uh, all over the place, and they've all been very supportive uh, of our show this year. Speaking of the Fantasy League here, before we take a timeout, uh, last week for our fantasy players and our... Year-end prize is up for grabs. We've got a beautiful brand-new golf bag to give away, courtesy of Jim Beam. Uh, Lisa Jerobko is up by $1.6 million on Rudy Fish. I think she's got it set up here. Unless Wait, I mean, does $15 million count towards the... Uh, no, 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 just the purse for the tournament. So okay. there's about... He's got to get the winner right, but uh, we still have our August-slash-September uh, prizes as well here, which Tony P right now is winning. Nice, for, uh, nice. So, Tony, keep that up here. Hopefully you can... We can you can win our August prize here coming up here with our final week. But uh, for all that have participated in our fantasy league this year, kudos to Batavia Downs Gaming and Hotel. Ryan has an hour from that group. They've been a big part of providing prizes uh, for our fantasy league this year. So thanks to again all of our presenting sponsors and partners this year on T to Green. We have a lot of moving parts with this show. You'd be surprised including another segment, Ryder Cup Report, coming up, and then we'll put a wrap on our season here. As we step aside from Niagara Frontier, Jeff Metis, Brian Colziel, Corey Griswold back in our Amherst studios. More tea to green coming up from Niagara Frontier Golf Club in Youngstown on a beautiful Saturday right here on WGR, right after this. You're listening to Tea to Green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to Wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom Turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. Stay tuned. More Tea to Green coming up. Brought to you by Jumpa Agency, Main Street in Clarence. Back live at Niagara Frontier Golf Club in Youngstown on a beautiful Saturday here on Tea to Green. We're outside. Our table set up right in front of the first hole. Bluebird Day. Bluebird Day. It is. Definitely. Time for our Ryder Cup report. Brought to you by the Jumpa Agency, Main Street and Clarence. And these six are in on the U.S. team. The Ryder Cup's at the end of the month, a few weeks away from Whistling Straits. These are the six that have automatically qualified. Morikawa, DJ, DeChambeau, Kepka, JT, Cantley. Those six are in. I know you like all six of them. I do, yes. They are in. All right, these are the next six. Steve Stricker has to pick six more. Here's who's number seven. Tony Finau. In. Number eight, 
Xander Shoffley. In. Nine, Jordan Spieth. Definitely in. Ten, Harris English. I think so, yes. He's had a good year. Yeah. That would be, his. I think, his first Ryder Cup. Yeah. Eleven, Patrick Reed coming off of not feeling well. Do you pick him? I think you got to, yeah, just for his spirit. Okay, so you've picked five already. Mm -hmm. Twelve, do you go right to the next? Here's twelve, Daniel Berger. Don't think so. No. Thirteen, Webb Simpson. I think that'd be my last pick right there, Webb Simpson. I like his game. All right. Here's the other ones to consider. Scheffler, 14th. Kokrak, 15th. Burns, 16th. Horschel, 17th. Kisner, 18th. Na, 19th. Mickelson, 20th. Mickelson named a vice captain this week. Not going to get picked. The only other guy that maybe I'll throw in would be Kisner at 18. I thought of him he's also. He's kind of got that bulldog mentality. Yeah, but Simpson, he's, he's, he's a veteran too. He's solid. So, yeah, he's super solid. I like I like the six that you went with. Tough to tough to pick a bad player out of that group, to be honest. I agree. Yeah. Don't forget the uh, the women's version of the Ryder Cup is uh, started right now in uh, Toledo. It's uh, on Golf Channel this morning. The Solheim Cup. That's really good golf to watch. I, I'll be watching that as soon as I get home. That's 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 great TV right there. The Court of Sisters teeing off at seven fifty nine. So in about five minutes from now, they'll be up, up on the board. Hey, shout out! Last week we were at Pendleton Creek Golf Club, one of our home clubs, and we were there to. We, one of the reasons we were there was to promote the Little Three Tournament between Canisius, Niagara, and St. Bonaventure. Uh, I want to thank all three coaches from the three schools. They gave a nice interview. You might have seen it this week. I uh, did. Posted yep. those on our Tita Green uh, Twitter handle. Uh, St. Bonaventure ended up winning, so congratulations to the Bonnies. They have a very good team. They have a very, very strong team. Yes, they're going to win that 99 times out of 100 with that team they got there. That's for sure. They're very, very strong. But yep. good luck to Canisius, Niagara, and St. Bonaventure uh, this year as they get their fall season going. Yeah, they're starting to get on in the van and start traveling probably this weekend to the first event of the year. It's a, it's a fun time of year to be a college golfer. One thing, uh, if you're watching the TV coverage today, one thing that I loved yesterday um, on the Golf Channel coverage of the Tour Championship, at some point, Dan Hicks and Paul Azinger, who will be on the broadcast a ton today, were there. But then they took a break. Mike Tirico and Justin Leonard stepped in for a few hours. I thought they were excellent. I love Justin Leonard, and Tirico is great at everything. I couldn't agree more. I did see the clip where the uh, moth followed Brooks Kepka's ball into the yeah. hole. That was pretty cool. And to hear Tirico call that, that was fun. Yeah. Go get that butterfly. Yes. That's right. Yes. It was beautiful. All right, Jeff. Well, we've reached the end of our season here yeah. on Tee to Green. Thanks so much. I know uh, you're, you're the star of our show. You're the expert. You're the PGA pro. Oh, yeah. And uh, I appreciate you uh, giving our listeners all your great insight all year. And and me a little as well sometimes on the ride home, so thanks. Yeah, and I, it's it's nothing but fun for me. I want to thank Corey because he, he does a great job every week. You know, it's, he's just like clockwork, and he picks out the bumps. For the people that are listening, if you appreciate good hip-hop, he's been picking out these bumps all year. But I want to thank him for a good job. Thank you. Thank Kevin. Um, thank GR. It's been it's it's just so much fun to do, and I, I, I wouldn't want to do anything else every Saturday morning. Yeah, I agree. Kevin said it last segment, but thanks to Alan Davis and Tim Holly and everybody at Odyssey and, and WGR for uh, taking care of us. The uh, the ability to do this show every Saturday, a big reason why is the cooperation uh, with WGR. And, uh, and Corey Griswold has been our producer all year, done a tremendous job. Let's yeah. face it, I mean, not everybody wants to wake up at 6-something in the morning to come produce TD Green. So, Corey, thank you. Are you there, Corey? Thank you. Corey, see, Corey's doing Thank such a great fellas. job. He fell, he fell asleep in the in our last segment here. Yeah, he's grabbing a sandwich. Yeah. Thank you, Corey. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you've done a great job. But uh, no, it you know goes without saying that uh, that Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Metis, 
and uh, myself, Brian Cozy. We really appreciate you, the listener out there, for joining us. You know, the feedback that we get is tremendous. We we hope uh, every year we can do a bigger and better job for you, uh, covering golf, talking golf, being around area golf courses here in Western New York, promoting the game that we love to play. Yeah, that's why we do this. Yeah, because yeah, we love golf. That's we right. love to yeah. golf. I hope it comes through when people listen that we actually love golf. We do. Yeah. So our presenting sponsors, the Western New York PGA, kudos to Steve Barkowski, the executive director, and everybody there for their support. Woods to Wedges, Donna, and everybody inside the Worldly Golf Dome, thank you. Uh, Steve at Custom Turf and his team, thank you, Steve. Uh, Mick Ultra, Jim, Be- Jim Beam, they're our presenting sponsors. And our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club, Don Schneider and the ownership team over there at Pendleton Creek. Thank you, guys. Lancaster Country Club, where Kevin plays, thank you. And uh, so many friendships, so many friendships created out of the years for doing this. Uh, every time we travel, all the people we get to meet, it's 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 really wonderful. Yeah, we've been at Pendleton Creek, Lancaster, Glen Oak, Niagara Falls Country Club here at Niagara Frontier, East Aurora Country Club, Diamond Hawk, Bobolink, Attica, Lockport. It's been a great year. Yeah. And we'll be back and uh, going at it hard in 2022. Yeah, and look for some stuff over the winter. We'll have some podcasts and some other you know stuff that we'll be putting out as we go through the winter. Yeah, in a few weeks for the Ryder Cup, we're yep. going to have some of that as well. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at T2G Buffalo, at T2G Buffalo on Twitter, uh, or our website, T2Green.golf. Okay, Jeff, thank you. Yeah, good season, Ryan. It was a lot of fun. Go Bills here. Go Bills. That's yeah, right. That's so what switch we'll gears. To the NFL. Again, big thanks to Corey Griswold back in our Amherst studios. Thanks to everybody here at Niagara Frontier for hosting. And for Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Medes, I'm Brian Colziel. Thanks for listening. T to green. Here's that bump. Here's those bumps. Right here on WGR. You're listening to T to green, presented by the Western New York PGA. Woods to wedges inside the Whirly Golf Dome. Custom turf, Michelob Ultra, and Jim Beam. And by our home clubs, Pendleton Creek Golf Club and Lancaster Country Club. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.